Mike check. Mike check. Mike check. Mike check. Mike check. Mike check. Check. Check check Mike. Mike check. 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 Yeah. Woo! Hi. Welcome to the I Hate Reading Podcast. The show where I read out loud, not because I want to, but because I have to. I hate reading because I can't stand the sound of silence. I'm not good at reading, but I'm great at talking. So let's get started. Kingdom Hearts, Chain of Memories, Riku's Story, Chapter 1. So, I'm back. I have two days to read the entire Riku's story. Like, all of Riku's story. I have to read the entire thing in two days. It's 69 pages, which isn't that much, but still, the font is very small. So, I got my new book stand, and I'm ready to read all of these over the next two days. So, I'm going to read 25 pages right now, so chapters 1 through 4. So, all these are recorded on the same day. But this is chapter 1, so let's get started. On the first page is a section that introduces us to each of the characters in this new arc. I'm going to read them now. Naminé, a girl with the power to unveil people's memories and intertwine them with the new ones she draws. Under the orders of the organization, she is rewriting the memories of Sora, Donald, and Goofy. Lexius, number five of the organization. Along with Zexion and Vexen, he supervises Castle Oblivion's underground. Zexion, number six in the organization and one of the below-ground supervisors of Castle Oblivion. Something of a leader, for Lexius and Vexen, he is a cunning strategist who prefers to pull strings behind the scenes to achieve his ends. Vexen, number four and the oldest member of the organization present at Castle Oblivion. The fact that Marluxia was placed in charge of the castle doesn't sit well with him. Riku Replica, a puppet look-alike of Riku created by Vexen. He hates being called a fake, and considers the real one his rival. What would happen if he defeated the real Riku? Riku, a 15-year-old boy who lived on Destiny Island. He was once possessed by Ansem when darkness took over his heart. To close the door to darkness, he stayed with King Mickey on the other side. Sora, a 14-year-old boy chosen to wield the Keyblade. He has a cheerful, uncomplicated nature, guided by a strong sense of right and wrong, hoping to find Kairi and Riku, he continues on his journey with Donald Duck and Goofy. And when he reaches Castle Oblivion, he begins to find out what is truly important. I was dreaming, Kyrie giggled. Sora was mad for some reason. And me, I was falling over laughing between the two of them. We could hear the sound of the waves. It was that place we knew so well. Destiny Island. The place I left behind. Our island. Our home. Sora called my name. Riku. Someone called to me. Riku. And I slowly opened my eyes. Prologue. Starting in darkness. I was in an in-between place. Not dark, but not filled with light either. Riku got up and quietly shook his head. Fog seemed to cover his mind. Where am I? He felt a faint light surrounding him. Or, it wasn't quite light, but something more hazy. It was a strange place. Stay asleep. The low voice suddenly echoed over him. Riku jumped to his feet. Who's there? You should remain asleep. Here in the place between light and darkness. Between light and darkness? Riku repeated in a mumble, and then his eyes closed again. He'd never heard of anything like this place. Light or darkness? It was what he knew. But neither. Wait, 
Where's the king? Riku shouted. Since he closed the door to darkness with the king, he'd been wandering through this dim place. But together, he was sure they'd been together. Then what? Did I do something? The king is far away, said the voice. You should leave the fight against the darkness to him and sleep. Right now, the light of awakening will be too bright for you. It will only hurt you. Turn from the light and close your eyes. You're talking like I'm some kind of creature of darkness. But it was true that he turned away from light. No, not from the light exactly. From Sora. Because Sora shone too brightly. And then, he became the hero of light. And I gave myself over to the darkness. But I'm not just a creature of the dark. Do you want to know the truth? The voice asked him. Truth? What could that even mean? Was there really any such thing as truth? Stay here, blanketed by the darkness, and sleep will protect you forever. Riku stared out at the void and said nothing. That's not my style. The moment he thought that, the air trembled, and the voice seemed to be laughing. <laughs> so you do want to know the truth. In that case, out of the empty air, a single card fluttered to Riku's feet. What's this? It's a door to the truth. Take it, and your sleep will end as soon as you take the first step toward the truth. But know this, the truth will bring you pain. Will you still go? Riku picked up the card, his mouth curving in a wry smile. This seemed like a boring place to take a nap anyway. There will be no return to the safety of sleep. That's fine with me. Well said, Riku. The voice replied, sounding amused again. The world began to tilt and spin, and everything changed. Chapter 1, Recollect He stood in a marble hall, stark and cold, carved of stone, lifeless flowers embellished on the walls, like gravestones, Riku thought. All he held was a single card, a door to the truth, huh? In the empty hall, Riku stared at the card, which showed a picture of a castle. His footfalls on the marble floor made high, chilly echoes, the only sound he could hear. He stopped at the bottom of a staircase. At the top, he could see a door. What was waiting for him beyond it? He climbed the stairs. The truth will bring you pain. Even if it is painful, Riku thought. It'll only be the punishment for what I did. The card began to glow, and the door slowly opened to let him in. Beyond the door was a place Riku knew. Thorny rose decorations here and there. The memories they brought up in him were not pleasant. This was Hollow Bastion, an enormous castle where the witch Maleficent lived. And he had been here too, during the time when he'd given himself over to the darkness. How he had ended up back here? Had something brought him here while he slept? The last time he'd lost consciousness, it had been here. The last memory he had before that was standing up to Ansem, trying to protect Kyrie. And then, he'd been walking alone through the darkness. Along the way, he met up with King Mickey. But now, he was alone again. If there was any truth to be found, maybe he would find it here, in the castle. This is the world of your memories, the voice rang out. Riku looked up. It was the same low voice as before. Whoever had given him that card. My memories. The things you remember from your time at Maleficent's castle came into contact with that card. And that card created this world. You've seen everything here before, haven't you? It was true. The place was just like he remembered. Just like it was then. This is where I let Maleficent trick me into bringing her Kyrie. 
where I stayed by Kyrie's side while she slept. Kyrie never moved or spoke, just like a doll. But I stayed with her, and I felt happy just for a little bit because I had her all to myself. But Riku shouted at the empty air. So what am I supposed to do now? Am I going to learn something here? Meet someone? You would meet the people in your memories, ordinarily. What does that mean? The voice didn't answer. Hey, I'm asking you a question. But the moment he said that, darkness welled up around him. What's going on? What appeared were once the creatures he had been able to control. The Heartless. A lot of them. And they were all heading straight for him. Reflexively, he fell into a fighting stance. And with a black glow, something took form in his hands. It was a dark sword shaped like a demon's wing. Soul Eater. So this is my sword. He swung it and a Heartless vanished where it stood. He thought he'd turned away from the darkness. But this demon wing sword suited him, as if it had been his all along. That was an unpleasant thought. Still, he ran into the fray of Heartless and lashed out with Soul Eater. He took them out in swaths, and they disappeared. Riku ran up the stairs, and more Heartless came. He attacked again. What's going on here, anyway? This was the first time he'd actually fought against the Heartless. They used to fight on his side, almost as if they were his friends. But now, they were his enemies. And if that was true, then Maleficent was his enemy. And Hook, and all the rest. Those who used the power of darkness were all his enemies. Then, on his side, he had lost Sora and Kairi, and the king, and all Sora's friends. Although he wasn't sure they would think of him as their ally, out of the way he yelled, swinging Soul Eater and running up the stairs to the room he knew was there. If he remembered things properly, it must have been nice going back to your old room said the voice before Riku could even look around. Full of memories for you, isn't it? An unpleasant voice and unpleasant memories. Riku glowered. Sorry, but these memories I could do without, he retorted. Maleficent gave me this room. Right, this little room that Maleficent had made just for me. I stayed here in this castle, except when I went to Captain Hook's ship to get Kyrie. And when I was here, I spent most of my time in this room, swinging a sword, reading books, and what else? Thinking about things that upset him. He'd been angry at something. He believed it was his fault that Kairi was in that state, but he told himself that it wasn't a mistake to have gone to other worlds and gently touched her face as she slept. And you lived here, tempted by the power of the darkness she offered. You cast away your home, your friends, everything. But at least she gave you a nice little room. Riku snapped and ran out of the room. He dashed through the halls, blasting aside Heartless as he went, and up more stairs, until at last he reached a tiny door and yanked it open. Outside was the sky that surrounded Hollow Bastion, dim as if before the dawn, no land or water to be seen, only the endless sky. Riku had been free to wander the castle, and sometimes he'd come up to the highest tower. It was his secret place, where no one else came to bother him. Not even Maleficent. Everything is just how I remembered it. He murmured and sat down. I cast away everything. It's true. I did when I left our island. Here in this tower, he told himself that over and over. And then it came, the night of the storm. I wanted to see other worlds so badly that I gave into the darkness. It didn't matter how, as long as I got to see those other worlds. As long as I could escape that place. So I left behind our island. And Sora and Kairi. I've been so stupid. He couldn't really get rid of them, though. No, I did. I abandoned Sora and Kairi. 
But they didn't abandon me. They didn't give up. That's why I wanted to help Kyrie. Sora's innocent grin got so annoying. I would have done anything to save her before he did. The wind riffled Riku's bangs. I wonder if I'll really meet anyone from my memories in this castle. The one I want to see is Sora. Even more than Kairi, more than anyone else, I want to see Sora. I want to tell him I'm sorry. Riku stood up and reached for the door. I can't run away. When I see Sora, I want to be able to look him in the eye. He went back down to the castle. Wherever he went, he met nothing but Heartless. No matter where he wandered, he didn't find Sora or anyone else. There seemed to be no one in this castle at all. No one but the strange man's voice. Hey, I know you're watching, Riku called out. So explain this. Where are the people in my memories? Do you truly want to see them? At the sudden question, Riku stopped in his tracks. Of course I do. Why wouldn't he? I want to see them. Sora and Kairi. But you cast them aside, said the voice. I did. I left them, but... You long to go to other worlds, and you pass through the door to darkness. Behind you, you left your family, your friends, your home. Everything in pursuit of the darkness. I cast aside the darkness too. That's right, Riku told himself. I left the darkness behind. I won't let it tempt me anymore. And that's why. And what do you have to show for it? First your home, then the darkness. Your heart only knows how to cast things away. It's empty. Just like that room. Like your memories. That's why you won't meet anyone. Your heart is hollow. Nothing remains but the lingering darkness. The words echoed through Riku's head like a spell. You're wrong, he cried. I rejected the darkness. This time, I did. Even the king said so. I wasn't about to become a puppet for Ansem. Did you really now? Keep going, then. The one you long to meet is waiting. Riku looked up, and there was a great door in front of him. Through there would be a grand hall, where Maleficent had always been. He ran toward it. Hey, you enjoying the show? I think it's going pretty well. It's taking a lot longer. I've had a really big problem with this show because... I've had to edit each individual episode, and it's been a big pain in the ass. So this time, I'm trying to edit as I go along. So I delete every mess up, and then I just record again. So I don't have to edit. Hopefully it'll make these go faster. But I don't know. I still have a long backlog now. Anyway, this episode is brought to you by my other podcasts. I have many other ones, a bunch of different ones, where I write stories and I play D&D. You should check them all out. They're on my YouTube channel, Aloni Podcasts, and they each have their own individual podcast channel. But you should look at them. They're all really interesting. I'm surprised that you're even listening to this, because most people don't. Maybe no one will. Maybe I won't even release it, because people don't care at all. But there's other shows. And I have a Twitch stream. I do a million things. Check out my link tree. It's always right there, ready for the civilized viewer to click. And then it shows you everything I make. Anyway, hope you enjoy this. And back to the story. This was the castle chapel. Magnificent, with its tall stained glass windows. And she was standing there. I knew you would return, Riku. Maleficent. He faced her with Soul Eater ready. Oh, come now. What kind of greeting is that? After I took you in like a son, 
She stepped toward him with open arms. Don't come any closer, Riku said quietly. Of all the people I could have run into, it had to be you. But of course. Don't I love you more than anyone else in all these worlds? Here, come closer. Maleficent reached out for him. I don't think so. He shoved her hand aside and jumped back. She laughed softly, as if he only amused her. What's so funny? Your heart is seeped in darkness, she said. And you can only see those who exist in the same darkness. Like myself. It's only natural. No. My heart is seeped in darkness, so I can't see anyone else? Or I can only see people like Maleficent, he thought. That's what she's telling me. Be grateful you have someone to keep you company, Maleficent went on. Your heart is empty. If not for the darkness lingering there, you would be completely alone. I'm not at all interested in your company. But is that really true? Riku wondered to himself. When I was all alone, who else was there for me? When I saw those two, the King's men, Donald and Goofy, messing around and laughing with Sora and Traverse Town, who else came to speak kindly to me? Is that so? You once turned to me to sate your hunger for the darkness. In the depths of your heart, you must have wished to see me. Who else can grant you the darkness you long for? Maleficent's words wound around him sweetly, like a lullaby. Riku bit his lip. There was a time I wanted you around. I surrendered my heart to the darkness. But now, I know. You and your darkness have nothing to offer. He took a deep breath. She looked straight up at him. Into him. I'm finished with all that, he told her. If I'm stuck seeing people like you, people of the dark, I'll take you out one by one. He leaped at Maleficent with Soul Eater, out to strike. She blocked the blow with her staff. Then you mustn't forget to destroy yourself last, she replied. For like me, you are one of the dark. That's fine with me. I turned to darkness because my heart was weak. And I hate that weakness, he backed up putting some distance between them, and then dashed in to attack again. It's like I'm my own enemy, seeing people like you who embrace the darkness. I know I'm like that. It just makes me more disgusted with myself. The tip of Soul Eater grazed Maleficent's chin. So you hate the darkness enough that you can only think to fight it. I've heard enough of you, Maleficent, Riku snapped, breathing hard. <sighs> they could keep talking like this forever. It wouldn't matter. He wouldn't go back to the darkness. Now your heart must be suffering, she crooned. I can almost feel it myself. Just stop talking, he swung at her, and she slid easily aside. Then let me end your pain, Riku, with the wondrous power of darkness. A dark aura surrounded her and grew, and Maleficent transformed into a dragon, spouting flames at him. <sighs> Riku jumped back. He wasn't sure how to fight something this big, and then... Riku! He heard a voice from somewhere, but it wasn't the same voice that had been following him. King Mickey? There's no time to explain. Now hurry! Just as the king's voice said that, the ceiling began to crumble. Your majesty, where are you? Don't worry about that. Just fight. Stones from the ceiling piled up in front of Riku, giving him something to climb. Okay, I will. He ran atop the pile and swung Soul Eater. With every huge footstep, the dragon made the pile of stones rumble apart beneath Riku's feet. But it was still much better than having nothing to climb at all. I won't let in the darkness ever again. He slashed up at the dragon's throat. It let out a terrible roar and fell, then changed back into the witch. Maleficent. Riku moved closer to her. 
keeping his sword trained on her head. Oh, Riku, you can't escape the dark. I don't want to hear it, just shut up. He brought Soul Eater down on her, and Maleficent's body turned into glowing light and disappeared. He stared hard at the light as it faded. What if Maleficent really did care about me? She was the only one who ever talked to me here. I really believed she understood me. But she was full of the power of darkness, and it brought her to ruin. She was using me. I let the darkness in her take me in. But King Mickey, he was sure the voice he'd heard was the king. Maybe the king knew the answer. The king would know. Through the broken walls, Riku found a door. He had to just keep going. And then, maybe he would find the truth. He ran through the door. The air inside the dim chamber was strangely humid, and it wasn't just damp, stagnant air. Something else nasty seemed to fill the place. A man stood quietly in the middle of the room. His uneven blue hair nearly covered his eyes. The man frowned, as if waiting impatiently for something. Then a tall, fit man with short-trimmed brown hair appeared and stepped toward him. Don't I even warrant a hello, Lexius, said the blue-haired man. What is going on here, Zexon? the other demanded. I want an explanation. The third man appeared in the center of the room. His long, dull, blonde hair framed a horribly sallow face. Nice to see you too, Vexen, said Zexion, the blue-haired one, without even looking at the newcomer. Such a shame. Whatever happened to our bond as members of the organization? How dare you? Let it go, Vexen. Lexius held up a forbidding hand to him. A brief silence fell in the small, gloomy chamber, and Zexion sighed heavily. <sighs> Lexius interrupted the quiet. Now tell us, Zexion, what did you detect? Visitors, said Zexion. I picked up two scents to the deepest levels of the castle's basement. One was Malif. Don't be absurd, Vexen cut him off. The witch is gone. She cannot return from the realm of darkness on her own volition. If you would let me finish, the scent belonged to not the real Maleficent, but to a very convincing double. Unfortunately, I can't say much beyond that, as the double is no more, courtesy of our other visitor. Zaxian shrugged. Above ground, some enormous scheme was underway. Although, and who is that? asked Lexius. I do not know for sure, Zaxian replied quietly. But the scent was very similar to that of our superior, nearly close enough to mistake it for him. That's ridiculous, Vexen snarled. There was simply no way that could be, to think anything could resemble their superior so closely. There are the facts. So what shall we do, said Zexian. But the question already had an answer. They could barely just stand by and watch the above-ground members carry out their plans. For now, we wait. See what develops. Lexius named the only conclusion. The three nodded. Through the door was another hall of cold marble, the same as before he'd entered Hollowed Bastion. And across it was the next door. Riku stared toward it. There didn't seem to be any Heartless in here. The voice he'd heard, though, it had definitely been the king. Except Riku hadn't seen him anywhere. Maybe he'd only imagined it. Why do you shun the darkness? That low voice rang out. Come on, weren't you listening? said Riku. I know you heard every word I said to Maleficent. I'm not going to let anyone ever use me again, and I won't use the power of darkness. Darkness is your weapon, the voice went on. It is time you learned. You must accept it. Riku looked silently up at the ceiling. 
Stop resisting. Accept the darkness. You have no choice but to serve me again. He felt the air waver, and then he saw that man, the one who had taken control of Riku's body, tried to make him a mere possession. Ansem. I thought it was you, Riku muttered. Oh, you don't seem surprised. Showing nothing, Riku looked directly into Ansem's face. All you have been talking about is the darkness, so I can assume you're only here to pull me back in, to play puppet master. Clever boy. I knew you'd be the best one to serve me. Ansem moved closer, seeming to glide rather than walk. And now you will surrender to me again. You're insane. Not a chance. Riku raised Soul Eater and slashed out. Fool. Ansem blocked the sword with nothing more than his own arm and threw Riku back. Ah! <sighs> Did you really think you could do anything to harm me? A weakling like you couldn't even defeat Sora. And you had the darkness on your side. Excuse me for being so weak. Riku staggered on one knee. Yes, you are weak. You need the darkness. Surrender. Bow to the darkness. Bow to me. Ansem walked to where Riku fell and took him by the arm. That's not going to happen. Riku turned away. Ansem loomed closer, trying to look him in the eye. Only the darkness can offer to you the strength that you need. I really can't do anything unless I use the darkness. I lost to Sora. And Ansem, too. There's no one to help me. When there was, it was only the Heartless, or Maleficent, or Creatures of the Dark. Riku's eyes stung with angry tears. So I can't do anything at all without the darkness. You're wrong! The voice spoke out again from somewhere. Your Majesty? A sphere of bright light drifted close to them. That's right! Remember, Riku, you're not alone! As he heard the king's voice. The light shone and poured into him. Just believe. The light'll never give up on you. You'll always find it, even in the deepest darkness. I got it. Riku stood up. I'm not alone. I still have friends. I have the king on my side. I won't lose to the darkness. Not today. Riku aimed Soul Leader at Ansem. You think that feeble little light can save you from the darkness that I command? Ansem rushed to him. Riku raised the sword and blocked Ansem's blow. Give me all you've got. I'll give it right back. He pushed, straining to throw Ansem back. But Ansem held him there, heavy as a boulder, and finally relented, laughing. <laughs> What's so funny? <laughs> Ansem's laughter grew louder, and he spread both his arms wide. It seems you're intent on resisting the darkness. All right, then see it for yourself. What's that supposed to mean? Riku edged nearer, ready to attack again. But Ansem tossed four cards at him. These are cards crafted from your memories. Advance through the worlds they create, and soon you will understand. No matter how much you chase after the light, you will never distance yourself from the darkness. There is no escaping it. Don't worry. I'm not running. I'll enter those worlds. And in the end, if I haven't given into the darkness, then I win. Ansem didn't seem to hear him at all, but only snapped his fingers. I have one more gift for you. A dark glow surrounded Riku. What are you doing? He tried to shake himself free of it, but the darkness clung to him. Something aberrant seemed to stir to life inside his heart. What is this? I simply tempered the darkness that yet remained in your heart, said Ansem. You really still think I'll rely on darkness? Use it or not. The choice is yours. Ansem leaped lightly back away from him 
I'll be waiting, Riku, for you to sense it and yield to the darkness within you. Hey! Riku tried to follow him, but Ansem simply vanished. The darkness within me. Riku stared helplessly at his hand. Darkness remaining in my heart. How long do I have to be stuck with it? Something smells funny. Even though Ansem was gone, Riku thought like it felt like the air had changed. Is that the smell of darkness? It was like that certain scent he'd always picked up from Maleficent. From Hook, from the Heartless. From all those who lived in darkness. As if he could smell it now. It must mean he was just one of their pawns. He still belonged to the darkness. Don't worry, Riku. He looked up, and this time King Mickey was standing there. Your Majesty! Wait, what happened? I can see right through you. Riku could see the king, but not quite, as if he might disappear any moment. Funny, huh? said the king. I can only send a bit of my power to this place. That's why I've got a request for you. A request? The king, even though he was hardly there, like a ghost, was looking right at him. Listen, Riku, just because the darkness has hold of you, don't let go of who you are. You gotta fight the darkness inside you. It won't be easy, I know. But please, don't forget, even in the deepest darkness, there's always a little bit of light. Light within the darkness, Riku murmured. You and me, we've seen it. The welcoming light far beyond the door to darkness. The light of Kingdom Hearts. It'll show you the way. So don't give up. Believe in the light. That's a request from my heart. Don't give up. Believe. But the darkness is in me. All over me. I stink of it. Okay, Riku. Okay. I'll do my best, said Riku, trying to trust the king. If the light of Kingdom Hearts can even reach me, if it can shine on me too, and not just Sora, then maybe I can believe. I'll keep trying to find a way to reach you. I'll get there, I promise. The king reached out with his hand. Riku tried to take it, but only passed through. I can't touch you. Are you an illusion? Don't worry. We shook hands in our hearts, you and me. We're connected, remember? Guess we are. But the connection felt so distant and fragile. He was a little bit lonely. Well, I gotta get going. The king smiled at him and disappeared. So, I'm alone again. Riku breathed a tiny sigh and went to the next door. <sighs> well, that's chapter one. Three more chapters to go. That took me so long. So long. Oh my god. It's been like an hour. I've been doing this for like an hour. I gotta eat something. I, I, I got two and a half hours left. I don't know if I'm gonna be able to do this, but tune in next time. You'll see me whenever that is. Anyway, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. I had a lot of fun. I hope you had a lot of fun. And I'll see you next time. So far, Riku's fighting his own darkness, in quotes, and Mickey wants him to fight it. Will that continue? Or will he learn something? Who knows? Stay tuned. Bye.